I've been here so long, I can't remember what I've told you and what I haven't, so if you've heard this before, may I offer you a bulletin to read? <laughs> I, I should have a list of, so I, I need a new audience is what I need, but anyway, that's, that's, a, oh, that's, not, that's the wrong information. Okay. All right, then pretend that you like this story. Anyway, I've, there are so many wonderful examples of being surprised. Uh, our Lord says, uh, there's nothing secret that will not be revealed. No, uh, nothing concealed that will not be made known. And, you know, I love that because there's so many things I want to know about the universe, about my life, about... And most sometimes I don't know what's going on in the world. You know, people think they, they're getting away with something, and they're not. God sees everything. Every, if every hair of my head's been counted, then he's really in the details. This is the... One of the great truths of this gospel is that God is in the details of your life. Uh, and we have to look for him there because part of life is seeking God and coming to recognize him before we see him face to face. Then we're going to be so surprised at where he was. And also, he's going to sit down with all the nations and explain all of human history and no secrets will be left except what we've been repented of, you know? And this is, this is a, an amazing thing to learn. I, I thought about, uh, there's about three or four stories that go with this gospel, but the one I keep thinking of that flabbergasted me at the time. Uh, I, when I was young, I grew up with my uh, grandparents. Uh, my parents were divorced when I was one, so I ended up with my grandparents. And uh, so anyway, they used to argue once in a while. Any of you have that problem? Please don't tell me. But... Uh, my grandmother, when she got angry, she'd tell my grandfather, I should have married Richard Fisher. <laughs> Is there a Richard Fisher in your marriage? Uh, he, he wanted to marry me, and he was wealthy. He has four houses, and look at you, and, and, uh, and, uh, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the deal was with him, but she, he, was, he was better off than we were, and we weren't poor or anything. But anyway, so we heard about Rich, I heard about Richard Fisher growing up, and... And uh, anyway, we had to go to a, uh, my mother wanted to, grandmother wanted to go to a high school reunion, and it was, uh, it was in Akron, Ohio. Anybody from Akron, Ohio here? Oh, good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed growing up in Akron, but this week I spent there was very boring. I didn't have a car, but my grandmother wanted to go to her high school reunion. It was her 50th. And she wanted to use one of my airline passes, but she was afraid to fly alone. It's a bit tricky when you're going standby. And so we got first class and so on, and like I usually did. And uh, so she went there, and I, I used my aunt. I stayed with my Aunt Helen, who's now passed away, and uh, at, at her place. And we went to her high school reunion. I dropped her off, and I don't know how I knew to pick her up because we didn't have cell phones. It was the dark ages, you know. But I, I stood there. I'll never forget standing there in the doorway watching. My grandfather had died, so she went alone. And uh, I stood there looking at these, these people at this reunion. About 200 people were in the room. And I thought to myself, I was about 22, I thought, were these people ever in high school? <laughs> well, <laughs> as I approach my own, <laughs> I have different opinions about it now. <laughs> but it's funny how life is, isn't it? I, that was a poignant moment. It gets more poignant with every year that passes. But anyway, um, I stopped into the restroom, actually, and I ran into somebody there who was also in there, and they were washing their hands, and he says to me, oh, uh, he says, 
you're awfully well preserved for being in our class. <laughs> and I said, I said, oh no. I said, I'm just dropping off my grandmother. Her name was Mary Pincus, maiden name. I said, uh, I just dropped off my grandmother. And, uh, and he says, oh, I'm pleased to meet you. I'm Richard Fisher. <laughs> I'm not embellishing this story at all. Uh, I kept my cool. <laughs> I said, really? <laughs> I can still see this man's face. I couldn't believe it. I, the Richard Fisher, I wanted to say, I've hated you for the last 20 years. <laughs> but I didn't. And he says, Mary Pincus, you're Mary Pincus's grandson. Mary Pincus. Mary Pincus. <laughs> I don't remember her. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I went out in a fog because I couldn't believe what I just had happened. And, and you know, I was in the charismatic renewal, so we, I use this turn of phrase, but I think you know what I mean. The Lord said to me, uh, not in so many words, but what I, I heard this as clear as it was the Archangel Gabriel. He said to me, well, after all you, been, you went through growing up, I thought you might like to know the truth, but don't tell your grandmother. <laughs> so, and I didn't. But I, my father, whom I knew all my life, even though I wasn't raised with him, I saw him afterward and I said to him, because he was raised in the same household, I said, does Richard Fisher, does this name mean anything to you? And he said, Richard Fisher, I hate that man. <laughs> and I said, I met Richard Fisher. He said, you did? <laughs> he said, you didn't tell her, did you? And I said, no. And, you know, she went to her death without knowing I'd, I had met Richard Fisher. I, I didn't know what would happen if I told her. And, you know, I think maybe we'll laugh about it in the next world. I think probably Richard Fisher will come up and we'll have a good laugh over this thing. I don't know who cooked, whether she got it wrong or cooked it up or what the deal was, but it always stands, that, that story, you know, which was somewhat innocent, but it, it, to me it represents the fact that there's so much we don't know yet, and it's all going to be revealed, particularly not just the secrets of the universe, which I've always been fascinated about, the more, you know, the solar eclipse is a good example of that, but the secrets of of the angels, the fall of the angels, the creation of humanity, the plan of God, um, all the secrets of God, which we, in an eternity we cannot possibly grasp. It's so interesting. And the Lord says, there's nothing secret that you're not going to know. But right now you don't need to know it all. This is what's key. It's not that we shouldn't be inquiring about the secrets of the world. That's not what he means. It's just that there's much we cannot grasp yet. We're still in our human condition. We're still on this earth. We're still going through life. There's much he will not tell us until we see him face to face. But at that moment, the opportunity will be over. So what we get in this, the Lord is being a good parent here. He goes back and forth between, this is, you know, he created us. He said, you know, don't worry about people that can cut your head off. You know, we got lots of people that think they're terrorizing people. All they can do is kill the body. You're going to die anyway. The point is that there's something much more to us than what we can see, and only God knows what it is. But don't be afraid of anyone or anything. Don't be afraid of what they say about you because the truth will become known eventually. Don't worry if you're being, if somebody said something nasty about you, they did the same thing with Jesus Christ. Just trust him. It's going to be all right. You know, this is very, it's very encouraging. But he also points out there's two places. Uh, you can choose against God 
and he calls it Gehenna, of, you know, the fire of, of losing God. And yet he says, I don't want that for any of you. Uh, I've counted every hair on your head. It means that I am in the details of your life. I don't think that, that, that run-in with that Richard Fisher was an accident at all. There were 200 people in that room. Do you think it was an accident? No, of course not. That was God's way of telling me, I will show up periodically in your life in things that you think are coincidences, but that I work very hard to make just for you. And the more we see, the more there is. Uh, when we're going to be flabbergasted what God did for us, and we had no idea. Or what God did through us, and we have no idea. But it will be the little things that made the biggest difference. And so the Lord wants us to acknowledge him, also that he loves us. He's counted the hairs of our head. He cares about us. But we also, um, it's, it's encouraging to know that all the secrets of the world will be made known to us, especially human history. When he sits down, we get this reading of Christ the King, when he sits down with all the nations, and they're all assembled before him from every time and place, and we're all together again, in, probably sitting in several different places at once, you know, with different groups. Maybe one of them will be St. Ed's, all the people that were, that, were, that were here. And he explains to us all of life and all in a single moment. It would be fascinating. But at the same time, I may not be quite ready for that. I've still got work to do. God has something to do with me yet. He has to clean the house and help us to be the best that we can be. And we don't need to know everything yet, just what we need for today. The Gospels make it very clear what pleases God. It's, it's loving my neighbor and having faith in God when it's not easy. So we just thank God that he does have everything under control. He's right here. He's counted every hair of your head and mine, and uh, we just pray that God will uh, help us to trust him in all things.